Hey there, fellow entrepreneurs. If you're tired of complicated domain management, I've got the solution for you, Hover.com. Hover makes registering and managing domains a breeze. Their clean interface and hassle-free experience will save you time and frustration. No upsells, no hidden fees, just straightforward domain services. Plus, Hover offers top-notch customer support. Make your life easier. Head over to stigmasandopenwombs.com slash hover and simplify your domain journey with Hover. everyone welcome to a new stigmas and open wounds i'm tracy i'm eric all right so we don't usually do a lot of announcements before the show except for of course when we had to tell you guys about our wonderful new beer that we had coming out with uh mcleichman's which you know if you haven't stopped down there check see if they still have that because it is a beautiful beer but uh i have to tell you guys if you haven't checked out our social media page I have my hammock up. I mean, it was down temporarily, but I think I'm going to put it up again today. It's my happy place. All you guys know that. And again, if you guys haven't checked out our social media places, just uh, give us a search on on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Just, just search Stigmas and Open Wounds. You can find us there. And uh, I mean, I'm on there personally. I don't, I don't do a lot of fun stuff, but you can find me. Eric's boring. Not gonna lie, he's probably Eric's not really on any yeah, of those. He's he doesn't do anything, <laughs> but uh, you know, other fun news. I am off my medication that I was so excited to be on recently. Turns out it was bad. So if you guys ever have a bad feeling about something, take it to your doctor. Honestly. So with that, Eric, you have anything fun to start out the show with? No. All right. So on to the show. I promised you guys that this week we would dive into what this podcast has done for me. So, uh, you know, Eric promised that after this, everybody would want to start a podcast. While that may be true, maybe it won't be. This podcast has done a lot of positive things for me, and it's it's given me a lot of sleepless nights. I'm not going to lie. I love doing this podcast, if I'm being really honest. But um, I have a yeah, question. Yeah, already, I, I can, I can tell. Ready when you start it is. Yeah. Okay, you said you've had a lot of sleepless nights because of this podcast. Yeah. But are they bad sleepless nights or are they valuable lessons that they have you've been learned? valuable? They have been incredibly valuable. And we're going to get into that. You you tend to jump the gun, Eric. I've, I've noticed that. Well, I don't want you to gloss over some key I, important I'm not going aspect. To. I promise. Of something I promise. Just because. Yeah. No, I, I really will. No. You see, starting out, I thought, okay, this is going to get people talking, right? And for the most part, I don't mind talking about the fact that I have this mental illness, right? And we need to get more people talking. And as long as I don't have people giving me the eye rolling, you have to essentially know who you're talking to. Pick your fights. Are you talking to somebody who is essentially a wall, right? But I, I was I was excited to do this podcast. I, I gave a lot of thought to it. Is is this going to be a possibly valuable podcast? So, but what I didn't really take into effect was the fact that as I went on was I wanted to be credible 
as I gave this information to my listeners, right? So I had the information that I knew, right? And I had the information that I lived through. But as I went on with this and I said, okay, so we're going to talk about mixed episodes today. I know what I know about mixed episodes, but let's maybe do some inform or do some research about this. And, and I was doing some information and then I started doing some research and then I started to learn a little bit more, a little bit more about that, about the next week's episode, about the next week's episode. And I started to follow people on Instagram and accounts and and some of them were just kind of fun that were maybe bipolar or mentally ill. And some of them were are very, very credible. Not that the fun ones aren't credible, but they're very, uh, for instance, I follow um, some that have to do with depression and they're they're very clinical. And I'm, I'm going to try to put some of the more credible ones that I've been following for a while. I'm going to try to post some of them in the notes, show notes afterwards. So with following some of these Instagram accounts and doing research, I realized that I knew probably about 50% of myself and my illness. And have you ever heard somebody say, are you dealing with it? Are you trying not to think about it? Well, and I think that's one of the huge problems with a mental illness is way too many people don't um, face it head on. And, and, I'm going to be really honest with you, Tracy. You were one of those people until this podcast came. This is the one right. thing that has pushed you to the point where you're actually facing it instead of trying to push it off to the side like like it's not something you can control, which in a way it is not right. something you can control. But at the same time, you can control a aspects around it so right. you can make it better for yourself by just facing it head on and figuring totally. out the best solution to you know, working around right. how it hinders your life. And that's, and that's exactly, you. I think you hit it right there. I would always work around it. And Not even that you would work around it, you would, th- what you want to be doing is working around it. What you were doing was just well, pushing wanna... it off to the back, like trying to avoid that it right. was really there and not facing it. Yeah, and, and what you want to do is work with it and sometimes work around it, say, okay, if this is a bad thing, maybe I do want to take a nap. Or how is this, why why was this brought on or how can I deal with it today? Mm-hmm. And there were aspects of it that I would deal with, but then there were aspects that that I just didn't pay attention to. Why is this happening or what is this in my life? Like for instance, when we talked about the mixed episodes, I thought that was just when I was changing from one to the next, which in many cases I think is the case for me. However, I didn't really pay attention to how long it lasted and the fact that, yeah, it is a by far completely mixed and for X amount of time. I never looked up mixed episodes. And yeah, maybe I wasn't um, given the proper information when I was diagnosed. As you and I talked about the other day, and I believe I said, um, we talked about, me and Lisa talked about on the way earlier episode how our friend when his father was diagnosed in Argentina the doctor came to the house and said okay so this is what it is but I look around the house and I have bipolar books in random places and how many of them do you think I cracked past the first chapter Uh, very few if any of them I was gonna say none but (laughs) yeah 
And I think, but I guess also, I'm sorry. I th- I think most of them are pretty dry. So I think I think you have yeah. to kind of know what you're searching for at the time. Uh, well, if I'm being honest, I, I as as a person that write reads a lot of dry books, yeah, I can confirm that you have to embrace the dryness of the books. <laughs> you did, don't, but, you but know. no, okay. Now at I'm asking you. You know me best of of a lot of people. Do you think I can embrace the dry very well? I think you can, yeah. Ooh. Because if you get a lot of value that, out of what's the true. actual content of the book, it doesn't matter how dry the book is. No, don't get me wrong. Right. There I, are I'm, books that are written that are just simply yeah. too dry. Yeah, because even even some of them, you're like, I can't do that one. And you're, you embrace the dry. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, yeah. I can but, picture you like... Chewing on a piece of dry turkey while you're while you're eating while you're reading the dry book, being like, "This is great." But I, the books that I've read like that, also, to me, bipolar is something that you should be very interested in learning right. and understanding. And, well, whereas, and, whereas a lot of the dry books that I've read over the years, the reason why they were dry was because I was interested in the subject, but not but, but it wasn't like a. It was just I was fascinated by it. It wasn't correct. It wasn't like a passion. It wasn't something I was like going to try and apply to my life. It was right. just something that hmm. Well, this and, is an interesting concept. I will read it, and then I would read it and be like, "Man, this is boring." I guess the thing so. is, so for instance, last week we were uh, at a coffee shop, and I was researching sensory overload. And by the time we left, I was just so excited about what I had found. And how I was going to incorporate it in our next episode. And I think if you had read it or found the video that I found and all that, you would have been like, that that was cool. The articles that maybe I read, but I was just drawn into it and figuring out why maybe this affected me when I hardly read anything about people who suffer from anxiety or bipolar, etc. But maybe if you read it, you'd be like, eh. So I think I would probably find that more fascinating, but but it also but, directly ref- yeah, affects directly. my life in a way. So right, because you're like, why? So why is she shouting? Get away if, from if, me right now! I'm yeah. If I don't didn't know anybody that was suffering from any of these diseases, and I read a book, I bet you it would be the driest book in the world. But because it is right. part of my day to day life, it's a little more interesting to me. Right. And if I can, I know this podcast is about how it's affected your life, but I like to point out too that through the research that you've done through these episodes, um, I have learned a lot like, because I've known all of these traits and things that happen, Mm -hmm. I never knew that they had titles and they had like, you know what I mean? Like, like, like like there is a world out there that discusses these concepts and just us and ignore them. And I found that very fascinating. That has made it. And then, I mean, just recently I was listening to a podcast with a guy that had basically had a bipolar breakdown in his life. And I don't know if I would have fully understood what he was going through other than the fact, but I understood it so much more because of what we talk about from week to week on this podcast that he was using terms that now made sense to me. Whereas I never would have never heard them had we not started doing this podcast. Right. And that's the thing. Like some of the things that I had experienced, I knew what they were, but now that I, for instance, follow these 
accounts on Instagram and do research uh, week to week, etc., I now understand that, oh, there's a, a term for this or there's something for this or, oh, this is actually semi-normal in this community. And and it's it's kind of weird for me now. I'm like, okay, so I'm not the only one who does this or or this is this is what this actually is. So like, for instance, again, going back to the the mixed episodes, I thought it was just, okay, I'm switching now. And I'm like, oh, it's mixed episodes. Okay. And, and now I'm starting to understand myself more. But then with understanding myself more, now that's like picking at a scab. So that scab was kind of heal, like hiding something for how many years, right? That I thought was kind of healing. Mm -hmm. So then, and unfortunately, this was happening all around the bad time of year for me, right? Winter. So all during winter, I'm dealing with all of a sudden finding things about myself that I thought were kind of healing, but they were just underneath this scab that was covering it. And I'm like, oh, I never really fully dealt with this or I never fully dealt with this. And... Although this podcast, like I said, it is better for me because I'm dealing with this now for a while. It's like all those those cheesy sayings that I, I can never fully remember how they fully how they really go because I see it and I'm like, oh yeah, that one again. You know, it's darkest before it's lightest and all those things. Like it was dark for a while because I was really dealing with all these things that I had kind of sort of dealt with and then brushed under the rug. I'm like, oh yeah, I know this. I I have this. Psh, okay. You know, and yeah, I understand this, but then did I really understand this? You know, it's like two, but two plus two equals four. But why? Mm-hmm. And and I I I cry when I'm when it when it rains out. But why? But I don't know why. You know, so then I have to dig into. Well, if everybody does this, or if if bipolar two people do this, but bipolar one people do, this. and so then I started to really dig in, and. Now things are starting to get really better. I mean, obviously the weather, but then obviously now it's enlightening for, I guess, really a no better word or honestly the best word, I think for me, it's been enlightening for me, but it was hard. You had the learning curve, Mm -hmm. I guess. But I think you've sort of seen a change in me where I was suffering for a while as I I would have these excited moments and then I'd have these crisis moments where I would have to deal with what I maybe just found out about myself or Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, I think it's been one of the, how do I explain this? It's greatest, hardest. Yeah, one of the most beneficial (laughs) things. But again, it, there is a reason why majority of people do not face their disease heads on because it's not easy to do. And so this is forcing you to do that, which is not a comfortable thing. It's probably not the hardest thing to do, but it's not comfortable at all to face on and head on with what you're dealing with. So, so yeah, it's, I mean, and that's what's the power of it is, is that it forces you to do that. So you don't really have an option. No, you, you really don't. It's kind of like, so when I, when I got the stent in my heart, for instance, I was in the hospital for multiple days. So I kind of had to face it right there because I'm stuck in the hospital and I have to think, this is happening to me. I go down to the 
cath lab and I'm, I'm facing it right then and there. You get diagnosed with bipolar and you're kind of facing it, but you can't see anything. The only thing that you can feel is when you're having a mood, but people say, feel better. Mm-hmm. And so you can't, you can physically feel your emotions, but you're not, you're not stuck in a hospital necessarily, unless for some people they're hospitalized for mental reasons. But I wasn't, it, it was a relief knowing what I had when, like, for people like me, a lot of times when you actually get diagnosed, it's a happy, sad thing. It's it's a relief because I've seen before, it's like you're handed the, um, the owner's manual. So now you know how to deal with it. It's just a matter of, <laughs> I don't think I necessarily cracked it open until this past year, that owner's mm. manual. So I knew what I had, but I just didn't necessarily face all of it. I just maybe went to the index and said, okay, so I have... These are A, B, and C of what I can deal with, but I just didn't dive in. Yeah, and and I would say it's too kind of this circles back to something we were talking about a little bit before, but but the fact that once we started digging into this and started getting terms for all these things that you suffer from, it kind of not 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 to say that I don't think any of either of us thought that this wasn't legitimate. Right, because obviously we knew. Yeah, but it really legitimizes right. the the concept of it. And and for any of those people out there that that don't understand this or don't, I mean, I don't want to say that you don't believe that it's real, but I do believe that there are people out there that just kind of say, well, I know three pe- people that are depressed and they all act differently so they obviously are not all depressed right. because they would act the same well, the brain and, is... and that's not how it works at all and but by putting terms on this and having people understand all these labels mm-hmm. to what these people things that people suffer from it really legitimizes it and, and, right. I, and my hope would be that that as these terms and things get out and become right. more recognized more people are going to come to come around to that. Hey, this is a real thing, and you know, right. if you see somebody that's suffering from something, if you know the term for what that is, so if you see somebody that has a manic episode, mm-hmm. you now can say, "Oh, they're having a manic episode." It kind of, whereas well, before, exactly. before it was just that person's being completely unreasonable, right? And right, and like you called me the other day, and you're like, like. Are you going manic? I can tell it in your voice. And my mom says she can always, she can tell in my voice whenever we call each other. She can, she's like, mm, she's not feeling her best today, which I love. And sometimes I can tell when I listen to our podcast, which I love. But when I'm on Instagram now, sometimes I can see that somebody says, oh, I'm hypomanic today. And I go, oh, they're bipolar too. Mm-hmm. Which I wouldn't have known before because I was never told the term hypomanic, which that I, f- I do kind of feel like is a slight mess up from my psychiatrist from before. Just a thought. However, that is also a mess up on my part because I should have taken a... I should I should do some research no matter what. Do your research. It's not all on your doctor's part. Guys. So and a great example of, of everything we've been talking about is, is that you can't hear this in this recording, Mm-mm. but... Now, uh, up to this point on the podcast, for the third time, I've had to stop Tracy and make her take breaths 
to calm her down a little bit because she starts just talking really, really fast. <laughs> so if you don't catch that, but there'll, there'll be a point in, as you're listening to this podcast where her pace of speech will spe- speed up <laughs> and then it'll reach a certain point and then you'll notice that she slows down. Well, that is an indication that we've stopped her and made her <laughs> breathe so that she could calm down a little bit. Yeah. So, I'm- And I don't know if... I can recognize that as she's talking now. I don't know that I could fully recognize that before. I think before this you podcast, could, just not as well. I, I think I might have recognized it, but at the same time, I don't think I would really know. I wouldn't understand exactly what was going on to know that. Okay, if you just stop for a minute, calm down, you'll be fine. Right. You know, I wouldn't know to tell you to do that. Well, and that's, and that I think is what's cool. And we've had, we, like, we have always had really good conversations, but we have a lot more conversations about this now. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I just sit and, t- and think about, like, what's the next episode going to be? Like, I mean, this is my life for heaven's sakes. I mean, I, I, I it's going to be a while until I run out of episodes. And the funny thing is, is that, I've had episodes where I'm like, okay, so the next episode's going to be, and then I end up bumping it because I have something happen. Like, for instance, when we did the social anxiety, I was going through some big social anxiety. So then I pushed that to the next episode instead because I just need to talk about it. So sometimes you'll hear us say the next episode's going to be, and then sometimes I don't like to say it because I just want to leave it open. Yeah, and um, and a lot of times you're living the life, so the next episode could, does generally a lot of times has been reflected upon something that has happened right since the previous episode, like it, like where it's something happens and then you're like, oh, we need to do an episode about right. this, and that's and that's what's kind of fun is like I there's so many times that I'll just sit outside or sit you know wherever and I'll just sit and think. Like, this could be a really great episode. And then I think about it, which makes me think about my health a ton more than I used to. So all in all, this has been one of the hardest, greatest things that I've gone through. And hopefully it'll get easier, which it has gotten easier. But it just really gets you to think about what you're doing in your daily life. So if you do have mental illness, something... We've talked about this in the past where Eric would kind of joke about like, do a podcast. You don't necessarily need to do a podcast, but if you journal, this is sort of like our audio journal. You can journal, you can you can do a podcast, you can do an audio journal and never, never even put it out there. I mean, there was a book that I loved as a kid called Dear Mr. Henshaw. He wrote to his favorite author and then he said... I don't want to hear from you anymore. So he pretended he was writing to his author and just made it a journal. You could do something like that. I mean, I mean, you could even you just could write you could me. get an empty toilet paper roll, use that as a <laughs> yes. microphone and just talk about what you're talking, what you want to talk about in person, you know, like yeah. in your house. Nobody ever has to hear it, but it just it forces you to face the things that it's you're true. dealing with on a day to day uh Basis. Basis, yes, yeah. thank you. And <laughs> and uh, I mean I think you'll you'll be shocked because it, yeah. I know that I was shocked at the profound effect that has on that makes you realize how little 
you, you're facing this thing. Oh my God. Yeah. It, it's, I thought I was facing it. I thought I knew. And I was like, I started feeling more comfortable telling people. And then, and then I would talk to them. They would talk to me and it was great. They talked to Eric. And, but then I realized that I just had a scab that was never, never dealt with. And yeah, I just, it has, it has really helped me. And, and like I said, yeah, for a while it, it hurt. So don't just, just push through that. Don't let that stop you because dealing with stuff is hard, you guys. And if you're dealing with it and you need to, to write out and say, I need help with this, just write me and I'll tell you, Hey, this is what I did. Push through whatever. Um, but yeah, you guys turns out dealing with it is what you, <laughs> what you got to do. You might think you're dealing with it and you're not. And this podcast has been great. And the, the few people that I've heard from, uh, it's, it's been amazing hearing from you and anybody please reach out. If, if you like me, if you don't, if I can do something better, honestly, I want to know really. And also I might've just cut Eric off. Sorry. But if you have ideas for a show, oh. for shows, honestly, I want to yeah. cover. And if you have a story to tell, yes, we would love to have some I love having yeah, guests know, on. Yeah, we will have as many guests on as possible. And you, as a listener, have every... <laughs> we're not going to turn you away. We feel yeah. like everybody has a story to tell. Yeah. So I mean, unless you're crass and... Yeah, unless you're going to yeah be vulgar the entire time or something, we might cut the show. But, <laughs> yeah. but, but, but um, no, we like to hear stories, so... And I want to circle back to what you were talking about before with um, a person that's suffering from this having to... Ha- had this face on but also i think at the same time a person that maybe you're not suffering from it but you're close to somebody that is suffering from Mm -hmm. it it is also equally as important for you definitely to you know when when the other person does something that extremely frustrates you or upsets you whatever i think it would be a great beneficial for you to sit down Mm -hmm. and and just google what those personality traits that that yeah. person just did so you can understand and see that mm-hmm. this isn't because this person's an evil person it, they're not unreasonable oh my gosh and you'll see how normal a lot of these reactions are right. from this type of person that's suffering from this it's it's not while it may be feel like it's hard to de- deal with but if you understand where it comes from it's a lot easier just to not get upset and shake it off and walk away from it, it than to yeah. fume about it, start a fight, mm-hmm. all these things. Yeah, because there are so many things that I do and that I feel bad about. Like, I've snapped at Eric more times than I wish I... More times, just too many times. And and I feel so bad. And I remember there was a, a friend that she did not like me because I snapped at him one time. And she did not know why I did it. And it was because I was, I was anxious and Eric didn't, didn't snap back. He knew why I was, I was just in a moment and he was calm because he's Eric. (laughs) And, and, um, and there's times that I thought about putting up a post about this is why I do these things because I've seen it. And, and it's like, I guess if you know me, you love me. And, but, but yeah, there's there's times when if you're anxious you're gonna snap or because you that is that's you're at your last wire mm-hmm. and 
so many more people than not are are not going to understand that. Um, but I will say, if you are one of those people who's going through that and you snap and then you realize it, apologize as soon as possible and explain why. Mm-hmm. Because that's why Eric is so good with me. But um, but yeah, it it does help if you're with somebody. Do the research too. I mean, it, it is if you're you're especially if you're the spouse of somebody oh my that God, is yeah. suffering from this. It is probably just as important for that person that's suffering from it to understand it as mm-hmm. it is for you to understand Definitely. it. Because in in all, it's going to be actions that the person suffering from the disease causes that probably s- sparks a lot of the mm-hmm. frustrations between you two. But that, but you're not going to help it at all, right? Because by on. not understanding why it's happening, yeah. because you know if somebody snaps at you and you fully understand that it's just a thing it's a lot easier to shake that off than mm-hmm. it is to then if somebody says something to you and you, you legitimately get offended because you yeah. don't think it's a reasonable thing and that will happen oh yeah oh it's happened with us before we you know kind of got our strides and all that and yeah it's it it helps it helps immensely you know and i know my mom listens to this even though we don't live together and she said she's still learning stuff now which of course because there was stuff that i'm learning so of course she is learning so and it's it's great so yeah it's this is something where all parts have to learn Mm -hmm. honestly it you you just have to be willing to for it to work it's a team effort yeah it really is to get past just like any other challenge in life if you yep. want to get past this challenge, you have to work together to get past it. Yeah. So. I mean, and the way that I figure is, honestly, I used to always think that the whole mental illness thing, like, can I find somebody, etc. But, and then you said, well, I mean, I've dated crazy girls who weren't mentally ill. I've, it's, it's a, and you're like, it's a challenge like anything else. And when it comes down to it, it is. It's a challenge like anything else. You just need to understand it. Mm-hmm. And that's really what it is. I think everybody has a challenge, whether it comes on earlier in life, later in life. You just have to understand it. So it's and then it's whether your spouse or whoever wants to understand it with you. And because Eric is learning with me and has learned with me, we make a pretty awesome couple. And and really through all of this, too, these last couple months, I mean, because I've learned to understand this and now I've gone through, I've put put more work in. I mean, I think I've become so much more relaxed. I mean, when I'm not hypomanic, then forget mm-hmm. about it. <laughs> but but yeah, I think I think it just the the self um, self awareness makes you just really um, really relaxed. I think with yourself. Yeah. So. Really comfortable. I think that's the word. You you become really comfortable with yourself. So I think that's that's another really good reason to do the research. So I think that's really what this this episode boils down to is when something's wrong, do the research. Do the research and face it. Yeah. I mean, I think I personally, I think facing it is more important than. Yeah. I mean, I think you'll well, get a, so- even if you don't understand it, but you face it head on. Right. You're going to get a lot further than than if you just ignore it. Right. Like so, ignoring so whatever... it is the key. And that's what the I think the vast majority of people do. Is Correct. they if there's a problem, they put and this isn't just with 
mental disease. This is right. with everything in life. If there's a problem, they try to push it off to the side and, mm-hmm. and ignore that problem. And that, that just asks, whatever that word is. Exacerbates. Yes, that problem. So Yeah. Yeah, it, exactly. So, so yeah, you just have to to face it head on. I mean, and, and that kind of comes back to what I said at the top of this program about how I got off of my medication that I thought was going to be good for me. Kind of made me not depressed for the first bit. And then I thought, man, no, I think I'm getting increased headaches. I can't eat. And and I said, you know what? I did some research and it wasn't as good as I thought. So understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. That's that's the really, that's the biggest thing. Understand what's going on with your body, with your life, and whether it is with your mental health or your general day-to-day and mm-hmm. your relationships. So yeah, this podcast has given me a lot. So whether you guys go out and make your own podcast or you just journal or fake your own podcast. Yeah. Just or whatever works for you. Yeah. You know. Write a it's, book. Write a book that never has to be published. You yeah. Know? There's just a hundred different ways that you can face this head 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 on. Yeah. The point is do the work. Yeah. Do the work to understand what's Write going on. Write a song. On. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean. Heck, some people really love to, to sing, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> so so you can, uh, you know, you can you can face it however you need to face it. So, so yeah, I don't know. Do you have anything else to add to that one, Eric? No, I think we covered that one pretty well. Yeah. I've been really excited to do that one, but then I keep tossing things in in front of it because like i said life right well so so yeah but next week or sorry next episode in two weeks we're gonna talk about sensory overload and i'm pretty excited about this one because like i said kind of uh, i didn't find a lot about people with bipolar with this one but i i know when i'm manic more so or when i'm anxious this one really bugs me you know, I, te- I tend to be like, Eric, get out of my way. There's too much going on. Mm-hmm. So I really wanted to talk about this one. I'm pretty excited. So want to dive right into that world. <clears throat> so like I said, that's in two weeks. If you guys like us, yeah, just rate us on your favorite podcast player. If there's something that we can be doing better or anything like that, you have any show ideas, please Send us a message, stigmasandopenwounds at gmail.com. And of course, you can search Stigmas and Open Wounds on any of your social media platforms. Except TikTok. Oh, yeah. Gross. <laughs> no. No, we're just on Instagram and Facebook. Sorry. I'm old. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and with that, I'm Tracy. And I'm Eric. He's yawning. And I'm yawning, yes. (laughs) We'll see you guys in two weeks. Thank you.